This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the podcast ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay on the podcast, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This world, the year, 1999. Hello everyone, Bride the Movie Guy, along with co-host extraordinaire and Mario Kart MVP champion Cody Will Fong. On today's podcast, we are joined by special guest Brock Engie of Movie Talk with Brock. And we decided to take the red pill and dive into a world with endless possibilities where everything's possible. But also we asked the questions, is any of this real? Are you actually listening to this podcast right now? Am I actually recording this podcast right now? Uh, We're here to answer those questions, but not really. Mainly we're here to talk about the movie The Matrix right here, right now. The best way to do it is pick up those ringing telephones, people, and get sucked into the world of The Matrix. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Brian, the movie guy here, and along with co-host extraordinaire Cody Wilfong. How's it going, Cody? Good. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm living the dream. And we got Brock back with us Yay. from talk, Movie Talk with Brock. Whoa, feels good to be back. Doesn't it? it does. It's a good feeling. It's fun to pod, man. It it's a good like people. I mean, pod. We can be kind of annoying, but uh, you know, it's fun, annoying it kind is. of thing. It is because it's just we just love talking about movies so much. And today's movie. It's a classic. Oh, yes. It's, oh, and yes. there's something we're going to talk about here very shortly when we gun it to 88, where, um, wait, testing, okay, hold on, there we go, okay, I'm figuring this out, there we go, now I can hear myself way better in my headphones, okay, so, what's the mute thing? Oh, probably mute my headphones. Don't want that. Need to hear that. I don't know. Okay, we're fi- okay. So today's the Matrix, which um, when we gun it to eighty-eight, we're gonna we're gonna hear some totals that, judging from a lot of what's happening in the box office recently, um, it it, it kind of tells a story of like how different we differently we look at success now. Oh, sure. Uh, um, so. Today's movie is The Matrix, and when a beautiful stranger leads computer hacker Neo to a forbidding underworld, he discovers the shocking truth, the life he knows is the is the elaborate deception of an evil cyber intelligence. Mm. Um, it's It was directed by the Bukowskis, then brothers, now sisters, so we're just going to refer to them as the Bukowskis, um, right. just so we don't have any confusion in this <laughs> whatsoever. Um, and then... Uh, Stars Keanu Reeves, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, and a whole bunch of others. Uh, Hugo Weaving, yes. uh, Joey Pants, uh, who we were just talking about, um, and my world's aw- most awful impression of him. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, God, I don't. I guess the best way to get into all of these podcasts is just we dive into the what ifs, but I can't go into it without, like, I'm going to say a very strong statement. Okay, let's hear it. Will Smith might be full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Here's here's why. We have Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss who explain that their casting, before they even read a script, had to have a physiological 
a physiological conversation with the Wachowskis at the time. Yes. Uh, getting told about the Matrix, what, they, what the Matrix could represent, all this different stuff. And then people, I don't, I'm not going to insert the clip. Maybe I will. Heads or tails, I He has might. a video on his YouTube, too. Have you ever seen that with him talking about why he turned it down? I saw the E.T. interview is yeah. what I was about to refer to. Is like He's like, yeah, they said, like, well, look, you're going to jump in the air, right? But then you're not, and you're going to, like, free. And it's like, <laughs> that does not sound like anything Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves yeah. both said. That, well, like, when he started his YouTube channel, he basically said it's going to be something very similar on those lines, and he turned it down. And then right. he went and did Wild Wild West. Wild, <laughs> we did that for uh, Guilty. <laughs> Wow. We did that for Guilty Pleasure Month, and it's like, I, I still think of it as man. a guilty pleasure because of the nostalgia. That of it. soundtrack is fire. Oh too, yeah, dude, dude, like that's. Pick a, pick a wow. Um, I actually been listening to the Men in Black like theme oh, song a dude. lot. That one's a good one, which uh, has the little like back uh, track of uh, what's that? Forget me not. Yeah, forget yeah. me not. Yeah, from uh, you know, I weirdly heard that on Big First. When he's in, when he comes into his apartment with Elizabeth, mine is GTA Vice City. That's good. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, uh, that's a walk down memory lane. Well, it's funny because like when I was like getting into movies, my weirdly enough, my like favorite movie at the time was Scarface, mm. and so there was a lot of stuff of Vice City into Scarface incorporated into oh, those very games. Much so. And so games um, you shouldn't play at eight, but I turned out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I had I had an older sibling. I was the youngest and I had uh older siblings, so you know, I, I got into horror films at an age I probably shouldn't have. I well, got into these games. We and, turned out okay, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm i I'm fine. Yeah. I I run a podcast. Yes. And, and that's totally normal. Um but so that is the most famous what if is Will Smith yeah. was originally up for Neo. Now that can't work. No. Because... Too, char- too charismatic. He's too charismatic, and he cannot play a man... He is... He's going to walk into the room, and that's Will Smith. Right. And, like, any movie he's in, except for maybe the exception of... I'll give you seven pounds, and I'll give you... Ollie. Um, Ollie, to an extent. That, yeah, There's still that, yeah. some Will Smith peeking in there. Um... And then, uh, what's that one? Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, that's the always Chris. Pursuit of Happiness yeah. is probably like my favorite serious role of his. I think that one's yeah, great. Yeah, I think it was great. Um, I, uh, the paper noise, we are in office right now. Uh, don't, don't mind us. Um, it, Cody ha- is about to be finished, though. So we're all good, folks. But, um, but yeah, like, so I just, I can't see him as a guy who seems like he can't fit into the world. And I think Keanu Reeves does that really well, even though I have a weird hot take that I could get into now. I I might as well get into it now because I've already brought it up, I guess. Um, Keanu Reeves is the best worst actor. <laughs> no, I would agree with that. I would yeah. agree with that. It's, like, I don't, he's not a thespian. He's not like a, a he can't deliver actor. lines. No, he, he cannot. Like, I like to make fun of uh, his line reading in the trailer for John Wick. I think it's, uh, I think it was John Wick Chapter 4 where he's like, yeah. um, something like, anything now, Winston? Oh, like, <laughs> yes, dude, yeah. Well, I, I think oh, for even... any last words, Winston? Yeah, well, I was even thinking, like, how few lines Kiana has in that. That would not work for Will Smith, because he's such a charismatic guy, yeah. such a leading man, and, like, I just it, don't think that would have worked as well for him at all. And from my research, I don't know if I have this in my uh, 70% facts, but, like, he only had, he never has more than five sentences in a row until the very end where he's doing the phone the call. The monologue, yeah. 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 Um, 
That's true. Gosh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah no, he's very wow. like quiet. And one of my still two of my favorite. Well, we'll get into it in quotable quotes. Actually, quotable quotes has a new new name to it as well. Ooh. But we'll get to that. Uh, just because it would. Just to kind of save time with the recording, because we're always under the gun. I mean, oh, we could sure. go a little bit over, because um, people always stay for after-credit stuff that aren't really worth staying for, in my opinion. But uh, anyway, that's neither here nor... What? I, I, Marvel or any of them, they're always, like, jokes. And if you, like... Lately it has, man. It's never uh. anything that's going to, like, tell me what's going to happen next. All it does is, like... Oh, I stay like the whole George Clooney thing with the Flash. Well, that was the very end of the movie. Yeah, well, they had a dump us credit scene with Aquaman. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. But and it was like to insinuate, like, oh yeah, the one I know is looks at you're pretty much exactly like him, but not really. The less said about that box office disaster. Yeah, but again, we're gonna. Well, actually, let's. We got to keep on what ifs because there's a lot here. So we're gonna stick with Neo first about his what ifs. So. The Wachowski's first choice was actually Johnny Depp. I oh, think I, Johnny ooh. Depp could have actually done this. Absolutely. Yeah, like, he, he would have been... Um, after Edward Scissorhands. He's always... He has always played an outcast. Yes. And if Neo is an outcast, if he is someone is. who doesn't belong into this world and he is no knows it, which... Um, I th- God, there's so much I want to bring up already. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll incorporate one section as I go along. Uh, it's the one section I already brought up called, uh, help, I took both pills, call for help, or whatever I just called, <laughs> renamed it. But, um, so, <laughs> so, Johnny Depp, Wachowski's first choice, um, with his Neo, there's a, there, we get hints that he is the one well before we actually are, we see him become the one. Yeah, even what his name. Th- his name, well, Neo being yeah. like just the one, one scrambled, yeah. yeah. But then you go one layer into this, like these little things I couldn't help but to notice. But um, he's woken up by the computer, yes, that with no noise. Yep, there's no noise that like to, it's just the words pop up and he's fast asleep. Clearly, he has actually headphones in. He does. Yes. So that would have even if there was noise with that computer. It would there. It says "Wake up, Neo," and he does. Mm-hmm. So he already has a connection, connection to the matrix, that yeah. to the Matrix that's outside that he doesn't even aware about. Um, and I, Johnny Depp is a I, he just fits in that world. He fits well into that sphere of things. Um, and so, but the the other two actors are kind of interesting. One I have deemed several times on this podcast the greatest character actor, leading man character actor ever, Brad Pitt. Oh yeah. And see, did you see Cody perk up there? I knew that was going to get him. <laughs> but this one, this one got me a little bit. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Nin- kn- ni- late nineties, Val Kilmer. We had coming him off for Batman uh, Forever. Coming Heat. off Batman for Heat, exactly. Iceman. Iceman, exactly. <laughs> He's it, but Val Kilmer. He like we we brought we talked about him a lot in our Sixth Sense pot, oh, podcast. Yeah. Even though after we got done filming, I was like, "Man, what? Who did you say, Patrick or uh, Swayze? You said Swayze, and I was like, damn it! I wish it was Swayze now because Swayze as Malcolm Crow, mm. he would have sold that man. He would have. He would have. Oh God, I, I love watched, me so Swayze. Swayze. I just watched Roadhouse for the first time last week. It's good, right? It's a good movie. I liked your uh, Truman Show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Truman Show is one of my all time favorite. Dude, I, I, I. I, I Jim this Perry is our uh, for a 
This is our yes that that it's all in my thing, but I do have a uh, Truman Show redo on here because it's only a twenty minute episode because I was solo that day. Um, but you know, <laughs> you can dissect that movie for so. Well, long. there's one day me and him tried to record as many episodes as possible, and they're like really short episodes, so they're like episodes I definitely want to. How many did we do that day? We just did two. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so we tried so. And they're 30 minutes, and it's pretty much me. I, I, that could be a lot. Though. Like, I feel bad. I kind of want to take back some of the things I said about Tommy McGuire. Yeah, you were going mm. I went hard on Tommy McGuire. I I pretty much destroyed Tommy McGuire. I'm gonna be really curious to hear about that. Right? Oh yeah, another yeah. time, it's, it, another yes. time. Okay. But uh, I do want to take back some of the things I've said. Um, but uh, yeah, so Brad Pitt and Val Kilmer. Were the other ones, but they both said no, and um, they're hitting themselves now. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. So, Warner Brothers was willing to consider Johnny Depp, but they didn't want Johnny Depp. Um, so, what happened was um, they eventually decided on Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a very fickle thing, though, at this time period. Now we know uh, Keanu Reeves today. As this man, I feel like my microphone's just not picking up my voice. It might, it might just be my headphones. Um, I gotta pay attention to this. Oh man, I gotta put on low power mode. That's gonna run out quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Ken Reeves or Johnny Depp, uh, those guys, or Brad Pitt or Val Kilmer, not in. Here are the other names that were supposedly said to be Ewan McGregor. Tom Cruise, no oh God, no. Leonardo DiCaprio, okay, yeah, of course, Mark Wahlberg, oh God, David Duchovny, okay, Nick Cage, no, now this one, you have to understand, Keanu had a very injured star at this point. He did Chain Reaction, Johnny Mamanic, oh, he um, like after Speed, he was and then he was not good in Dracula. No, he was one he was not good in Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, both movies, they, the directors were just. They they wanted to fire him, but this is the magic of Keanu. He's too fucking nice. Oh, dude, he is. Man. He's too He's fucking the nice of a guy. guy so you can't delete. You can't. You can't. You can, I can't. I keep saying delete because I'm in this like digital mindset now. But yeah. Uh, so Nicholas Cage can, could have been a good Agent Smith. I could, I could see that. Oh, like, I, could, oh I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah, but that uh, would be a good one. But Sandra Bullock as Trinity. No, no. Uh, they were they wanted to consider her for Neo. Oh, wow. They were going to rewrite, okay. rework the character of Neo, and even Trinity has that line in the movie, of, like when he says, "I thought you were a guy." Yeah, he, most men when do. You, yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Um, but uh, do you guys have? That's all I have for uh, the Neo one. Um, do you guys have any suggestions of that time period? Because, like, it, what's interesting enough is like. For any character? Well, uh, hold on real quick. Um, th- here's why some of these actors didn't do the movie, and it's like crazy how different their career would have been. Ewan McGregor did episode one mm. at this time. Uh, Leo Leo mainly didn't do it for the visual effects, but this would have been around the time of... Uh, he just would have done Titanic, so he's doing The Beach. Uh, probably, no, Romeo and Juliet was before that. Uh what was he about to do in 1999? I am blanking. I can't see him doing this anyway. Yeah, I can't either. Um, I mean, it, it, isn't it weird we did Inception now this and they're both mindfuck movies? Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, David Duchovny did The X-Files. Yeah, that was a hit yeah. show the time. Uh, and Nicolas Cage was, uh, he had family issues. But it's just, I don't know, it was weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, for Trinity, though, before we uh, get all the suggestions, 
uh, just to make it easier. He, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, okay, so there was a scene where she twisted her ankle before stunt, it's where she's, like, running on, uh, on the wall. Oh, yeah. So, she twisted her ankle, and instead of telling the, the filmmakers, because she was afraid of getting recasted, she, like, kept a secret until filming was done. Here, because, you know, she didn't want to get recasted, so here's who could have taken her place. Janet Jackson was reportedly offered the role of Trinity, but so wasn't Gillian Anderson, who turned it also down for the X-Files, so... X-Files is a huge smash. Yeah, yeah so, sense. like, yeah. both... Can you imagine... The, their whole careers would have been different, because they would have been on this instead of the X-Files, and God knows what would have happened to the X-Files after this. Um, but, uh... What else? Us. Okay, so, Gillian Anderson, Jennifer Conley, Marissa Tomei, Selma Hayek... Catherine Zeta-Jones, Halle Berry, Jennifer Lopez, Angelina Jolie. Oh, the 90s hit girls. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Angie Harmon, Rosie Perez, Drew Barrymore, Kate Hudson, Uma Thurman, Ming-Nan Wien. I probably fucked that name <laughs> up. Uh, Michelle Yu, uh, Winona Ryder, Lucy Liu, Courtney Cox, Heather Graham, Elizabeth Hurley, Mariska Harrity, Jennifer Beals, and Ashley Judd. Wow. So yeah. pretty much every major Yeah, anyone, 90s star, if, if yeah. you were a female in the late 90s, you were going to be chosen. Um, Morpheus, this one's interesting. Sam Jackson. Yep. Gary Oldman. Mm. Val Kilmer also. Mm. So Val Kilmer had two chances of being in this and wasn't, so it kind of upsets me. But I love Larry. I love Larry. Uh, Russell Crowe. And Chow Yun Fat. I was the one name you didn't say, and I was curious. I was thinking Denzel too could have played that. Mm. Yeah, he would have brought like that same stoic. Well, these names that I mentioned are like people that were reported. Reportedly, yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Why but I'm Denzel as a younger Morpheus would have been oh, interesting. Yeah, it would have been. Um, gonna get a little closer to you, Brock. Mm. I'm gonna rub knees. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're married. <laughs> I am. So they say. Yes, yes. Uh, and then Jean Reno was offered the role of Agent Smith, which mm. I I would. Who would you prefer, who would you prefer in some of these roles? It's one of these movies where I think the casting. I can't really see anybody else playing the characters genuinely. Like, yeah, which is why I was so pissed at Matrix Resurrections. Why did you not bring back uh, Lawrence Fishburne? That was really stupid. Well, I get what they were. You doing. asked me about the games earlier. Yes. So this is good leeway. Yes. But Morpheus dies in the games. Yes. So that was there. Yeah. They tried. They claimed it was. Uh, stupid. It was uh, canon. Yeah. So that was their excuse, which. I, I think Lawrence Fishburne just didn't want to say it publicly, but he read the script and didn't like it. Yeah, because it, it was not the both Wachowski. It wasn't the Wachowskis. Yeah, it, was Laura. it was just uh, Lily? Was it Lily or Laura? I think it was Lily. Yeah, yeah I think it was Lily, yeah. yeah. But um, so that happened, and I mean, there are some things that are cool about it. Like, I do like the... Um, I'm blanking on her name. Anyway, we won't get into it. Yeah. Uh, we'll stick to this. But, but um, Agent Smith, like, they're, how he says his lines and presents himself, mm. He, you know how I talk about the Christoph Waltz and his perfectionism? He does that with Agent Smith. Because since they are programs, everything is... Calculated. Calculated. Everything is... Pro, um, 
a process, a process that we have done many times. Many times, you help your landlady carry in her groceries. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the look he gives him uh, as like disgust, but even better. Me and my brother always notice this when he gets the cell phone in the beginning, and the guy says, "Have a nice day." He looks at him like, like, yeah. <laughs> like what, "What do you mean by that?" Yes. <laughs> um. In a deleted line, okay, so in the what-ifs, we don't always do casting what-ifs, just, like, even, like, deleted scenes that would have changed the movie. Okay. This is one deleted scene I found out about where Cypher is explaining, explains to Neo that Morpheus has actually identified several others as the one before Ooh. him. And that would have completely changed, because they make Morpheus as a fanatic. Yeah. But we don't hear about really fanatic behavior outside of when Neo is brought in. Mm -hmm. But if we were to hear, like, them say, like... Because they do make this reference of, like, nobody makes the first jump. jump. right. Which, that just sounds like people just getting in their head because, yeah. like, oh my god, I'm jumping, so gravity has to take effect. Well, he, mm. you know, finally figures out how to fly, as they say in the sequels, he's gone Superman. Yeah. Uh... I'll defend some of the sequels, but we won't get into that right now. Reloaded uh, is the only one I will defend. That's where I stopped. Well, that's where I was about yeah. to go, Reloaded. <laughs> that's where it stops. I like the twins. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I think that just having that one line would have changed the how we looked at Morpheus. Because mm. some of the things that I know I might have in 70% facts don't make sense with how Lawrence Fishburne views Morpheus. I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah I've heard about so, that, yeah. But, yeah, but, you know, it's time for Cody. We're hopping into the DeLorean. We're gunning it to 88. And now, <laughs> we are going back to March 31st, 1999. Mm. Now, we're, since we're back in the late 1990s, um, we are talking about the budget first. Um, because we, mm. when we took our little break just now, um... This movie had a budget of $63 million. Now, that's not a big budget. However, it's a opening weekend. It made only a little north of $27 million, $27.5 million. Opening weekend? Opening weekend. So that's against a $63 million budget. Now, this movie is very unique. Uh, probably very hard to advertise. It was... It is not kind spoiling, of... Spoiling, yeah. I, I watched the teasers on like my Apple TV. I was like... You would have no clue what this movie's about. Because like, the big tagline with their online marketing is, what is the Matrix? What is the Matrix? I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like, you're and, big, yeah. And, um, but like, so, in today's standards, though, because we were just talking about this, this would be deemed a failure already. Oh, yeah. Because it did not make its money back. Straight to digital did. two weeks later. That's yep, what straight it to exactly digital. Um, it would suffer the same fate as The Flash, but The Flash has not even made close to its fucking budget. <laughs> no, yet. it hasn't. Um, no. God, that movie is just too easy to drag in the mud. Um, it was the bomb that they used in Oppenheimer. Was that? Movie? It, it, yeah, pretty much. It, uh, not even the bomb. Yeah. Not even in Oppenheimer in yeah. uh, Asteroid City. Oh that li god, the little yes. explosion. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, um, the one that's just the, in the background where they're, they're testing a bombs. Yeah. Um, Saw a pretty good movie uh, recently, Theater Camp. I recommend. I that. saw that on Letterbox. Yeah, I saw I, the previews. I'm, if, I was gonna check it out because yeah. I really like mockumentary films. So, Me too. Uh, but did you see the Weird Al one with Daniel Radcliffe on Roku? I didn't, but you would like I'm it. 
it's coming out. Shout is doing releasing on 4K, so okay. I'm gonna probably get it. It's then. a mockumentary of biographical music pictures, which you really really like. Oh yeah, it's well bad. I love Daniel Radcliffe, and I really wanted to see that, but it wasn't yes. available to me. Um, but uh, oh god, but here's the thing. Word of mouth spread yes, of this did. movie. And this Big was time. a movie I sadly didn't get to see in theaters. I remember seeing this on DVD. Yep. My dad's friend brought it over and he said, you guys got to watch this movie. And he's like, even Brian, just watch it. And was then, it the DVD with like the black little like slip the over? Clip, yes, dude, the clip. I yes, hate it. They're yes. snap cases. I hate it. As cases. I got older and I started collecting more, I was like, I, it like got wet once accidentally and it like made the the case all squishy and stuff oh, like that. And man. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so after that, I always, they were called keep cases yep. back then. Oh, yeah. But now since I get Blu rays, I don't have Doesn't that really problem. Matter. Yeah. 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 That's funny. So eventually, though, word of mouth spread. And like most movies that can become successful, this went on to make $467 million. So it made its budget. Plus four hundred million more, and I remember the days of listening to the radio and hearing that they greenlit it for the next two sequels. Yeah, because of the success. I remember hearing about that, and and I was like, I really want to see this movie. And mm. then my dad's friend brought it over, and then I got to see it, and I was like, this movie's great. I remember like every time I was in a robe, I was Neo. Yeah, every but, time I put shades on, I love like black shades were my thing, dude. I loved, I loved that. Full disclosure, though, when I was a kid, I actually thought Trinity was cooler. Because in, when you watch the movie, oh, she yeah. does all the, like, seriously cool shit yeah, first. Like, yeah, The 360 scene, kid. Uh, Even a Reloaded, too. She's the opening sequence. Yeah, exactly. Like, gosh. she's a badass. She but is. We, we'll get into it. Carrie Ann Moss oh. looks good in leather, by the way. Do I have... What? She looks good in leather. Dude, she's so beautiful. <laughs> she uh, is. But uh, I didn't mention the top ten box office for Inception. I forgot that last episode. I should have had future Brian chime in, but it, <laughs> that was a weird episode. Oh, no. Why is my battery dying so quickly? That's okay. I conveniently have my charger right here. To the rescue. Da, 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 da. So, um, so March 99. What was out there? Well, the top ten box office that weekend was, number one, The Matrix premiered. Uh, number two was Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Right, it's a classic movie. Uh, the Out of Towners uh, with uh, Goldie Hawn and Steve Martin. Uh, analyze this, De Niro and uh, Crystal. Uh, Force of Nature, not sure of that one mm. uh, off the top of my head. Ed TV with McConaughey. Uh, Shakespeare in Love, the movie that somehow beat Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, uh, terrible. Doug's first movie, I... I I'm waiting on the fifth. Um, <laughs> Life is Beautiful, which is an excellent foreign film. It's Italian. It's about the Holocaust, though, so prepare to cry. Oh, okay. But it's really good. And The Mod Squad, which uh, never saw it. Uh, but, yeah, that was the top ten week of that weekend. Interesting. Um, this movie was nominated for four and won all four of its Oscars, but they were all just technical awards. Special visual effects. Visual effects. Stunt. stunt. No, they don't do, no, they don't do stunts, sadly, but this, but we'll get into their stunt thing here actually a little bit, but, um, you could have, now, granted that this year you had the likes of the Green Mile and the Sixth Sense nominated. Well, I guess this would have been not eligible till the Saving Private Ryan year, but the, would have been 2000, yeah. Well, no, because this would have been... 
I don't know. Either way, uh, the Cider House Rules was nominated for Best Picture that year. Take that out. Put The Matrix in. That's oh, all I'm yeah. saying. Uh, by the middle of 2002, uh, the famous bullet time sequence of um, Neo dodging the bullets was uh, spoofed in over 20 different movies. Oh, yeah. Including Scary Movie, movie yep. Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, yeah. Shrek, yep. Kong Pao Enter the Fist, um, Star Wars Episode 2, but not in that way. Um, we get a cameo of the woman who is the woman in the red dress, uh, Fiona Johnson. She appears seconds after the death. You want to buy some death sticks guy? Oh, uh, yeah. And the desk sticks guy. Was the is, one dude with the shit who liked, liked her, right? He yeah. was the one who created her, yes. Mouse. That was Mouse. Uh, that's right. So, you want to go home and think about your life. I yeah, I want to go home and think about it. <laughs> South Park uh, yeah. spoofed it, but like. And I was, because I, I, this is one of my favorite video games, this movie inspired with Bull Time, Max Payne. I don't know if you remember that back in the I day. Love I Max love Payne. Max Payne. There's actually a movie I'm about to talk about here soon that uh, goes into video games that will be, might interest you. Um, so the critics' consensus of this, though, was that um, thanks to the Wachowskis' imaginative vision, The Matrix is a smartly crafted combination of spectacular action and groundbreaking special effects. Absolutely. Um, it has an 83% Rotten Tomatoes score for Certified Fresh and an 85% Rotten Tomatoes score, or an audience score. Uh, it has an 8.7 out of 10 on IMDb with a ra- ranking of number 16 on their top 250. I was going to say, it's up there. Yeah. It, with right between Empire Strikes Back and Goodfellas, mm. uh, both in my Great top films. Um, funny how. Okay, I'm usual. <laughs> <laughs> how am I fucking <laughs> funny? funny. <laughs> Uh, oh, I almost had you. I almost had you. <laughs> God, that's an. I, I think that's in the bag. I won't write it down. It, I, there might be a few doubles in there. Uh, <laughs> um, I already mentioned the me watching this on DVD. So actually, yeah, we are done in the DeLorean, and we are ready to hop into seventy percent facts. Mm. So get it. Here's some of the uh, facts. Uh, all the actors prepared for their fighting sequences. Um, they were trained by Wum Ping Yon, who I, I might have said that right, maybe not, I apologize, who is the fight choreographer who, after this film, he was known for uh, doing a Bruce Lee film before this, I, it's, I'm drawing a blank on that, but he went on to do Crouching Hit, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, great and movie. Kill Bill after oh, this, great. so these great. fight, chore- like, his, his style was very copied after yeah. this, Gung Fu became very popular yes. after this, um, um, but, so... All the actors trained for six months for like six days, but you can like tell. yeah, Keanu would come in on days off to train. Uh, for two out of the six months, Keanu had like a a spine injury that was messing with like his legs and stuff, so he had to get neck surgery. So for two of the six months, he wasn't allowed to like kick or anything or do anything super extensive, but he was still there with a like I guess neck brace on, like perform. That's why he does so much arm stuff throughout oh, the movie. Oh man, that makes sense. Yeah, wow. It's because and if you notice, like even watching his performance, he is a little stiff. Stiff. Yeah. That whole movie, and I was like, but it works. It does. The it works for that yeah, character gosh, so yeah. well. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's why he doesn't he doesn't do a lot of kicks. Um, but it also, because of his neck injury, he did, while training, accidentally move his neck too hard and, like, fucked something up. Mm. So they had to redo a lot of stuff, but, and, but it made them have to delete the, uh, his fight scenes till the end of shooting. Um, 
several films were inspired for the look and design and stuff like that. So okay. here are a few that Sorry. I found. And the first one is like a recommendation. It is a Chinese uh, John Woo film called Hard Boil. Okay. came out in 1992. It I stars... knew the Wachowskis were a big foreign film guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it stars Chow Yun-Fat and Tony Loon. Um, and there's actually a sequel video game to it called Stranglehold. That mm. was it has bullet time in there. It's an awesome game. It was for the PS2. It's one of my favorites. But uh, wow. that was inspiration. There's a lot of cool gunfights in it. That's why, like, it's okay. really cool. Uh, 2001: Space Odyssey. Yep. Metropolis. Ghost in the Shell. Akira. Yep. Blade Runner. Yep. Vertigo. And uh, the film slash story of Alice Through the Looking Ga- Glass or Alice in Wonderland, That's, however, whatever you want to call it, which is the biggest, upfront, yeah. yeah, the White yeah. Rabbit, yeah, yeah. So um, there's that. Um, Tom Anderson's suits when in the mag- uh, Matrix world um, don't fit him well, and it's because he doesn't fit into the, the Matrix. Matrix. Oh. Yeah, do you notice like the green tint? You can the see green that, tint? the color palette, uh, all over that, whatever the. Oh yeah! Whenever they wanted, they they took out all the blues. Yeah, because in the real world there's all the blues, but in the fake world it's all green. Green, I love that. Um, which is interesting because to stay in the world you take the blue pill, but in to leave you can take the red pill. Yeah. Which, eh. um, the uh, this film helped increase the paranoia of Y2K. If you don't remember that era of computers taking over don't and remember, stuff, but I can see why the Absolutely. paranoia of it was like I dude I remember this becoming like a big advocate for Christian films oh like, yeah like I remember like yeah. trick-or-treaters coming up dressed as Neo and then they would hand me like the little like prayer card things that they leave in <laughs> bathrooms they just leave that like oh you gave me candy here's this I I was a kid I wanted candy yeah <laughs> but on, um Keanu Reeves lost 15 pounds for when he's freed that scene where he's freed and like oh, going through the toilet bowl, uh, whatever that thing is, and the robot still grosses me out. Oh, so dude, it's so uh, when uh, they pull when he pulls the thing out and all yes. that like slime. Uh, uh, um, the opening scene took six months of training and four days to shoot. Um, oh, we already mentioned this. All the scenes in the Matrix have a green tint. Uh, because it's supposed to represent if you're like looking through a computer. Yeah, I forgot to add that. Carrie Ann Moss performed the shots featuring Trinity at the beginning of the film and all the wire stunts throughout herself. Oh, yeah, you could yeah. tell. There's not a lot of cuts or anything. There's not. Like I found out she did some, like, the wall, like, the cartwheel wall in the, the last, the, the hallway scene. She did that. That's crazy. That's where she hurt her ankle, and she, like, had one take to do it, and she did it perfectly. Mm. Like, she couldn't do it during rehearsals, but the it's time she needed it. It's wire work. It looks so, so good. good. Yeah. So, well, that's, that's just... Excellent choreography. Like, letting letting the people's whose job it is do their job. Right. That's what they did, and yeah. it was ingenious. Um, Lawrence Fishburne stated that once he read the script, he did not understand why other people found it confusing. However, he had a doubt if the movie would ever be made because it was so smart. Mm. That shows you, like, Lawrence Fishburne's on a whole different level than most actors. Oh, yeah. Because... Again, we heard the what if list. Like that's a lot of people turning down this role because yeah. they don't understand it. Yeah, um, that was a lot of why um, Russell Crowe did. It. He just was like he read it. Oh, I don't fucking understand this. But I'm gonna do Beautiful Mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go do Beautiful Mind. Yeah, yeah schizophrenic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, for Agent Smith's voice, Hugo Weaving emulated a 1950s newsreader. Lawrence Fishburne compared him to Walter Conkrite, uh, which you can hear that a lot. It's just a, yeah, 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 Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Which I have some, like, deep views 
that we'll get into here in a little bit okay. of like that his use of Mr. Anderson. Um, in the first 45 minutes of the film, Neo has 80 lines. 45 of those lines are questions, averaging roughly one question per minute. <laughs> right? <laughs> What is the Matrix? I cannot show you what the... I cannot tell you what the Matrix is, Neo. I must simply show you. Um, in the combat training program, before Neo spars with Morpheus, he rubs his nose with his thumb, similar to the, what Bruce would, Lee would do before oh, yeah. he would attack. Ooh. And that was completely improvised by Reeves. Which, it... It looks natural, too. It like, looks natural, because... pumped up, yeah. If I see Neo, a.k.a. Thomas Anderson, in the world world... world the, the, the real world... Um, I see him as a nerdy guy. I see him as like a guy who would probably listen to this podcast. Maybe. Yeah, he would. <laughs> but just because he'd be like, whoa, he might be onto something. These guys are kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, hello, uh, I'm Keanu Reeves and we're going to, we're talking about my movie, The Matrix. <laughs> uh, the Wachowskis, who I worked with, uh, harbored their vision for five and a half years. Uh, <laughs> talk, talk with his hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, working through fourteen drafts of the screenplay. Okay, I'll stop. Uh, <laughs> they, but uh, they did work on this for four, five and a half years, working on fourteen different drafts of the screenplay. Throughout most of the studio's executives, the executives who read it uh, loved their ideas, but just, they had difficulty imagining them. Mm. Now, this this will show throughout the rest of their work. I am a defender of the Speed Racer movie. I get it. It's bad. I know it's bad. What was the one they did with Channing Tatum and uh, Mila Kunis? That was really bad. Oh, Jupiter Ascending. That, that one was bad. That I can't defend bad. that one. But Speed Racer, Speed like... Speed Racer, I can... I just, like, if... Watch the cartoon and watch that movie. It's not as far off as... It's not. It's as not. people want to admit, like... It's horribly casted. Yes. But... <laughs> as far if you look at, like, the visual, the storytelling, it's, it's, I would agree with you on that. And I yes. just want one. Hoo-ha! Hey! Yes, yes. <laughs> Father, I must win this race. If I do not win this race, <laughs> I cannot win the race. <laughs> um, God. Um, but, yeah. Um, they stuck. But to help them sell it, they actually brought in illustrators... Uh, Steve Scross, which I probably fucked up that name, and Jeffrey Darrow, or mm. Darrow, Jeffrey Darrow, uh, who, they created over 600 detailed storyboards. Dang. Just to sell it, and it immediately, they, they, the Warner Brothers saw how bold the vision was, greenlit it immediately, pretty much. Good on you, WB. Maybe try that with DC, too. And maybe <laughs> let the creative <laughs> yeah, minds yeah, cook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh. It, 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 just think of like the pill scene and the reflection of the glasses and that that, that shot, that's dude. that in like when we get that shot of her about to be arrested in the beginning and they have that over the shoulder it's, it's all very graphic novel esque definitely and it's it comes if they put this much detail in the in that last two films we would have had like Indiana Jones like oh my god this trilogy is amazing level kind of shit. I don't but, think they should have released two of them in the same year, too. I think that definitely hurt them. It hurt yeah, them. It, I think the success and, like, I think I think their personal journeys might have kind of gotten in the sure, way. Yeah. But, and, you know, that's fair. Well, Warner it, Brothers what, is infamous. They tried to strike the iron when it was hot. They just wanted to... They wanted to strike the iron while it's yeah. hot. They were clearly going through their stuff, yep. and that, but they didn't care. Right. Just, like, you know... We'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> when Tank is uploading the martial arts training to Neo, there's a shot 
of the computer screen as it scrolls through the various martial arts styles. Oh, you see that, yeah. The graphics have a computer image of a person in the title of the style. The fifth one of the screen is titled Drunken Boxing. Wu Peng Yoon, the fight choreographer for this movie, was director and fight choreographer for Jackie Chan's early hit, The Drunken Master, in 1978. So good. Um, and uh, Chan's uh, character's master styles in that were Zhu Zhan, or Drunken Boxing, and some of the other martial arts fighting styles being downloaded were Jiu Jitsu, uh, uh, Savate, 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 uh, Kempo, Taekwondo, and of course, Kung Fu. Yes. <laughs> I, I know Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. I know Kung Fu. Show Sorry. Uh, show me. Um, when Carrie Ann Moss first saw the first cut of this film, it was the first time she ever saw herself on film. And um, This was a breakout role for her, wasn't it? What'd you say? I don't know if she did. She did uh, before. No, no. Memento was after. Yeah, it was so three. I, she did something before this. I just can't think of it at this exact I can't moment. Um, so Keanu Reeves' stunt double Chad uh, Stalisky. Oh yeah, he got injured during the the. My name is Neo, oh, and then the yes. train hitting it. Um, he hurt himself, broke a bunch of ribs, stuff like that. But him and Keanu stayed friends oh, and yes. would infamously come back together for the John, John Wick series. Fine. And that's greatest stuntman turned director ever, you could probably say. Oh yeah, yeah, like there's that series. There's four of them, and the possible fifth. I even don't I don't know I don't how. Know. I think I, I I have mixed feelings about that ending. I thought you know I don't. Out of everything he goes through, that's what's gonna get him. That's what I thought. That's the only thing. Yeah, I had like a okay, with. you're yeah. just trying to set up this character to be like better than John Wick, but yeah. f- fuck off. Yeah, I mean, he. You describe him as a man who's the Grim Reaper looks under the bed for. Yes. You no. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, the Wachowskis' vision of the break Matrix was to break the mold of action movies being idea less and idea movies being actionless. So they wanted to so more ideas in an action packed movie is pretty much what yeah. they wanted. And again, I don't think they something they should have kept with with the sequels. Like the idea gets lost of what they went they're trying too to far do. in the idea. They went too yeah. far and I think they this kind of listened to fan service a little too much with some of the ideas. Um Agent Smith refers to humans as a parasite and infestation. Virus. But then him himself becomes a literal computer virus and spreads everywhere, even into the real world, which that actor they get for the second one, crazy lookalike. Like, you could not find anyone better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could could not find anyone that looked better than that. Um, uh, So we talked about the blue pill, red pill, and I'll go through this one quick, and we'll take a quick break. Um, When he offers him the pills, we see the one pill in one hand, but because of the reflection of the glasses, it appears in another. It does. Creating this illusion of what do you know, what can you trust in this world? Nothing is what it seems. seems. But, uh, yeah, that was all for 70% facts, which Cody had to go run some errands. I don't know if he came back yet. I saw him leave. You saw him leave, but he hasn't came back yet? That's okay. Well, we're going to get into our next uh, section here, but real quick, uh, word from our fake sponsor. Lacing up your Nikes is a thing of the past. Introducing Jordan 99s with new 
technology of the self-tying laces. That's right, self-tying laces as seen in Back to the Future Part 2. That's right, the one where they actually go into the future, but then they have to get back to the past. Unlike the other two where they go to the past but have to get back to the future. So shouldn't the second one be called Back to the Past? Anyway, Jordan 99 with self-tying laces. Get them now. So we're in our next category called, listen, did you see that? Uh, where it's a combination of um, quotable quotes and, uh, hey, Cody, hey. hey, you come back just in time. Wait, we are in, uh, no, we're okay. in, uh, listen, did you see that? Uh, so these are our favorite scenes with our favorite quotes because oh, it doesn't make sense to talk about a scene and just not talk about the quotes associated with the scene. Yes. So... First things first, we've already talked about it left and right here, the blue pill scene. Blue pill scene's iconic, and one of the things I noticed about the this time around, it's in a decaying hotel room. It's at a moment where Neo's world is collapsing and decaying around mm. him, and I thought, holy shit. If this was Hotel California, you could check in any time you like, <laughs> but you can never leave. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, but the quote there, there is a quote associated with that, and it's just his whole thing of, you know, this is your last chance. Do you want to know what it is? The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room, you can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work. When you go to church, when you pay your taxes, it is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison. For your mind. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. We can't forget that noise of when he's, uh, after his fingers are in the mirror and then, like, it's spreading all across him. Ah, uh, 
Larry Fishburne, man. Yeah. Larry Fishburne. Mine, one of my uh, favorites is, you're empty. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just know, he's about to be on. And you think so that's a fun. good uh, representation of him finally emptying his mind? Ooh, you could interpret it as eh? that. Eh? He's beginning to believe. <laughs> I have a lot of deep thoughts here, fellas. Can't just deep hold deep. on to your butts. Uh, he's, re- you know what though? I like, we'll get into that little whole other thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to count how many times you do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's happened a few times, man. Uh, you just missed 70% facts. You missed some good things, man. Now you'll never know. I'll listen to the podcast. Will you? Yeah. You better now. <laughs> well, I, I guess you'll choose the, uh, the movie tonight. I was like, I mean, you missed the new movie, but I already told you you're choosing. Um, so... The next scene, of course, is the simulation, and um, Morpheus is explaining everything, like, everything he can do. We see the woman in red, we see him freeze, anything, but what got me, and this, I don't know why, some of these lines, maybe it's because it's been a little bit since I watched this movie, but one of the lines was, Neo asks him, what are you telling, trying to tell me, that I can dodge bullets? And Morpheus oh. replies, no, Neo, I'm telling you that when you're ready, you won't have, have to. to. Oh. And then he literally doesn't have to at the end. He, no. no. And he just lifts up oh his hand. And, <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> and he just takes the bullet down and just... And then he, like, looks at him and they all fall down. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and then, like, and, and Agent Smith comes up and... Oh, the one-handed, <laughs> the, the one-handed yeah, thing. I love that. It's dude. so good, but it's also great because it's maybe this gets into like the there's so many like different religions represented oh, in this movie. Oh, there is Trinity, and then like he becomes so one that he is just being in that moment. Right. Like at, when I was younger, I was like, look at him being a cocky little shit. Yeah. But <laughs> now I'm like, no, Neo is like, he is just everything is happening. He is accepting of it. And he knows that he can now prevent things, and he, because nothing is above him now, because right. he knows this. Um, but like, I I don't know why hearing that like thing now. Maybe it's just because of how I watch movies now. But man, um, and of course, I I told you this, but the Spoon Kid, love that little shit, the little bald ass motherfucker. Well, I love, well, I love that one. Then like the elevator when he's getting ready to blow it, like it's like him taking like that next step of like faith in himself. Like he's like, yeah, there is no the spoon. spoon. There but, is no spoon. And even before he re-enters, before that, he says, "I believe in something now," and I think yes. it, he believes in that kid. Yeah. Was that was Spoon Kid God? Maybe. Are we, uh, are we praying to Spoon Kid? You can see, We're not praying the spoon. to Spoon. Well, he's like an accent, doesn't he? He's like, well, not the Spoon. Uh, well, here's the quote, because of course I wrote it down, because yes. again, it's... But this kid gets 60 seconds on screen, it by the way. Kills it. Kills it. Yeah. He, he knocks it out of the party. Do not try and bend the Spoon. Do not try and bend the Spoon. That's impossible. Instead. Instead, only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon. And I'm like, fuck! (laughs) This kid, he is ten years old. Don't do this. Why isn't he not Harry Potter? I want to know if he was, if Dan, well, I love Daniel Radcliffe. I'm not going to say anything (laughs) now. I can't. I got to stop I will have to defend him as well. Guns akimbo. I'm going to put that in the bag. Uh, (laughs) It's a wild it's a good... I love it, though. Uh, the lobby shootout... Uh, oh, wait. What am I doing here? Do you ever feel like we're living in the Matrix in real life? We're going to get into that soon. 
there's some s- stuff that... Okay, no, no. We'll get in... Fuck it. We're already here. There's some stuff um, where I'm like, this happens I, a lot and... I have told you that I get feelings when I'm in the car. And I'll go... I might want to get that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> Someone can get hurt, Brian. Yeah. Damn it. Have these feelings. <laughs> I'm having these feelings, man. But no, um... But, like, I'll be sitting there, I'm like, man, I really want to listen to Africa by Toto. And I'll, like, hit the, like, button, and then it's playing on the radio every single fucking time. Or I'll be sitting there, and I'll be like... Think about your phone. Red Scooter. If I say Red Scooter, Red Scooter, Red Scooter, I'm going to go on Facebook, and I'm going to find a Red Scooter. Well, no, that's them just being sketchy as fuck. Oh, that's yeah. just... Oh, no, that's them listening. Yeah. That's the AI listening. The program. But I just... But I've had too many movie ideas get made, and I haven't seen one residual... <laughs> in my mind. What the fuck's yeah, happening? They're using the AI to get your ideas and they're not paying. Dude, <laughs> Cody might have just knocked it out of the park. He might. <laughs> but we're gonna get into that more here very shortly. Um, the lobby shootout, though, is I have a, I have a thing about it. I don't understand it. Why it's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely more style over. It's substance. it's it's yeah. a. It, but there's something happening during it. It's like Neo's becoming more confident as it goes. Yeah, what's his, his idea? To it is his yeah. idea, but I don't know why they're exploding just the bottom floor. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it does to help Morpheus because the next time we see them, they're on the roof. Yeah. Um, I don't I've know why they're even in the elevator. <laughs> they just go on top of the elevator. Like, why? T- everyone's dead. No one's following you. Just go on up. Yeah, could they have just, like, gotten right on top like just yeah. under the matrix yeah. like there there's a body count of like 37 38 people i think um i read but cares. it's like now i there was one questioning i had throughout and i was like i'm gonna listen closely because they're gonna answer it, and they do everyone who is still plugged into the matrix yet are human are people in pods but because they're still plugged in are still part of that system and yes. therefore are part of the enemy therefore when they kill them they're not really they're killing people, but not really because they're not born. Exactly. They're cloned, and they're part of it. The... Now, if they're freed, then they are right. freed humans. Yeah, and kill them. But, uh, but that was really bothering me. Like, are, is this like Inception? Are they just killing projections? Mm-hmm. Like, what's happening here? Um, whoops. Um, but <laughs> there is no spoon. I think about that so often. <laughs> Like, what if this is fucking, like, oh, we're going to get into the pill talk soon, guys. I told you to think about it. We're getting, in, we're getting close. Um, the opening scene with Trinity, um, but... I think the one thing I love about that scene, too, was, like, there's this sense of, like, they don't explain why the agents are so dangerous. It's kind of like they're just like, oh, it's an agent, and, like, they don't, like, like, they eventually kind of get back, they explain the backstory, but, like, her reaction, uh, like, it's just, like, this fear-inducing. Like, it's well-acted in that scene. I'm just, I love that. There's one specific moment I thought you were about to bring up, and that's why I was, like, holding my breath. Because I was like, he's gonna mention it, he's gonna mention it. She crashes through that window in the, like, world's worst CGI moment of the movie. That's the only, where she's, like, straight as an arrow. (laughs) It dives through. But she's, like, aiming, and she goes, start, get up, Trinity. Get up, get up. up." It's a very, because you see her visually say, it's a very vulnerable, she is scared. Oh, yeah. She is generally, and we just saw her float in the air and kick some dude in the face. We saw, like, a Vertigo, like, inspired chase scene on a roof. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we saw her jump over to two rooftops now um, and like evade several things of gunfire yeah. while taking out an entire SWAT team and uh, outrunning agents. Your men are already dead. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> Your like, men oh, are shit. already dead. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 oh man, that fucking draft hey, that, sucked. That, that college football has already started. I know Notre Dame. They wide up it. Dude, uh, what the, guys this week? <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're getting out of hand here. Uh, um, this is a quote from Morpheus. Um, have you ever dream? Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake up from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? And again, we talked about that with Inception. I've had many dreams where I just was like, "Where the fuck am I?" Yeah. What if when you die, you end up waking up in your real life? This is all a simulation. And I hope oh. I'm sweet. <laughs> yeah, uh, according to this simulation, sir, uh, you're a piece of shit. We can't have you in this sector. Yeah. We're going to put you in sector 2953, Rico. okay? Rico, get this guy out of here! The cartoon and then it's Uncle Rico. Uh, time to get that ass out of here. Uncle Rico's in sector one. Uh, what was that? That cartoon Rick and Morty did that. Did they really? It's a game where you put on a helmet and you live in a. They did. Life. They did do that. Oh yes. my god! The one that made me cry. Yeah, and then he dies, and he wakes yeah. the helmet off, and he's <laughs> and he like realized how much he loved his fucking daughter. Yes. God, because they're like, oh, let's attack <laughs> the fucking fathers with daughters. Let's uh, make like, them a little upset, Rick, shall Rick we? Was like Fuck them. Seventy nine years, Marty. We're not go. easy targets. <laughs> We're easy targets. <laughs> Dude, I remember when Emily was. About the, uh, was just born, and that we had that mother movie, and that is the oh, scene God. where Jennifer the baby Lawrence. breaks its neck, and I, I just heard I, I was just checking movies, and I walk right? in, and the baby's crying, and I hear, Ick! and I was like, oh, I literally froze in the doorway because I heard a baby die, oh, dude. and I was like, that's fucked up. I literally left. I I I was walking in the lobby. I was like. Fuck that movie. Anyone who wants to see that movie, I'm going to be like, go see something better. Fuck that. Fuck Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, nah, I don't mind her. Uh, <laughs> um, so, okay. Never really thought about this line before, but it hit me a little different. When Neo wakes up and he's covered in all the needles, and he says, why do my eyes hurt? And he says, you never used, used them before. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Waking up as like a... I'm, I'm 32. I can't imagine thinking I've always used my eyes, but never truly have used them. Like, I I, I try to think about that. You have never, if we are in a simulation, Cody, you have never used your eyes. You are not looking at me right now. I might not even really be here. I'm going to kiss you and you're not even going to feel it. You might not be allergic to all the stuff you're wearing. Give me a peanut. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Fuck you, Matrix. (laughs) Why? Um... I need guns, lots of guns. Oh, I yes. love that scene. But um, I have a pickle. Always thought about this. They can get, they can learn about any car, any system. They can get any gun at the, literally dialing some numbers in a telephone. Not one single bulletproof vest. <laughs> Not they, yeah, one. They, he does get clipped a lot. He they does. get clipped left and right, and we're told. If you die in this world, you're fucking dead in the real world. Yeah, they don't show him getting like when he that, he gets he gets off. the shoulder and the leg like, and during the bullet the time, world. but in in but like he never gets like well no. that ending with him getting shot in the chest by Smith. 
that wouldn't have been a worry. He would have been like, ow. Yeah, and then punched yeah. him in the face. Yeah, exactly. Didn't we just go through this, yeah. bitch? <laughs> <laughs> that is great. We, I wish that happened. I wish he said that. Um, the dojo fight scene, of course, but... Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Yeah, hit me. But my favorite line from him after he thinks he like Morpheus beat him and like he's like, why do you beat me? How did I beat you? Do you believe that my being stronger or faster has anything to do with my muscles in this place? You think that's air you're breathing now? And I was like, he's trying to get him to realize... You can do whatever you want. Your functions don't matter. You don't actually have to breathe here because guess what? You're not fucking breathing, man. Well... Doesn't the brain need oxygen? Mm-hmm. But he's getting out of the real world, not the Matrix. But is it... <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, of course, the introduction of Agent Smith, his whole little spiel of, like, uh... As you can see, we've had our eye on you for some time now, Mr. Hampson. It seems that you've been living two lives... One life, you're Thomas A. Anderson, program writer for a respectable software company. You have a social security number, your taxes, and you help your landlady carry out her garbage. The other life is lived in computers, where you go by the hacker alias Neo, and are guilty of virtually every computer One of these lives has a future. I want to get out of this place, Morpheus. Isn't it kind of weird when, like, the other agents walk in on him and like, <laughs> <laughs> they have yeah. that moment of just like, they. It, what were you? Yeah, what were you doing? And he he's like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> He's funny, dude. Okay, this is gonna sound semi-perverted. He literally looks like he just got caught watching porn. Oh yeah, that's, a, that's the only thing. Or I abusing Morpheus. <laughs> <in a way. laughs> he did actually. He drugged him. And yeah, it's yeah. the smell. <laughs> it's the, the wretched smell. And of course the the of course we already talked about it. Um, the rooftop gunfight with him dodging the bullets. But then she says, "Dodge this." Holy this shoots him in the head that's a great one only human one i caught that i didn't know last time i i've never caught it but it was i stuck out as morpheus he said there's a difference between knowing the path and walking yes that That was was a good good. one i forgot to write that That one down and that actually goes with some stuff we're about to talk about in this next section but real quick let's take a quick break and maybe another fake sponsor Start your morning with a tasty treat. Get yourself Tasty Wheat. Tasty Wheat doesn't only contain things your parents love, like whole grains, vitamins A, B, and C, and no artificial ingredients, but Tasty Wheat is just that. It's tasty. 
so jumpstart your morning with a bowl of tasty wheat. It tastes just like chicken. So this section is pretty much my, uh, I like to take notes when I, I like to remember the movie and then I like to watch and take notes. So I have my paper here, but I, I tried to organize it in a section called, I took both pills, call for help. Um, and it's just observations, but I did, that is one question I have. What would have happened if he took both pills? Now, granted... The pill mm. is literally just a tracing agent right. to to find his mind. Yeah. So I, I but like would some of him stay? Like I, I don't understand what would have happened if he took just the blue pill. Yeah, I wonder because in Resurrections he like takes a bunch. They didn't really kind of explore that. If you remember that in the fourth one, oh he, like, yeah, he takes them every day. They yeah, really... they, yeah, yeah. I try to forget that one. Me too. Um. So okay. So here are the things. These are just thoughts I had. And these are things to just talking points that we can go through kind of quickly. If the Matrix is in fact a place where humans are enslaved by a super advanced AI system, then the continued use of Agent Smith using the name Mr. Anderson is a slam dunk way of establishing how systems use numbers and or other names to dehumanize the people that they have enslaved. To keep them in line. Hmm. That is why Neo isn't fully the one until I believe when he's has that fight scene. Because that's where it like dawned on me. Because he keeps calling him Mr. Anderson. And he has him chokehold and he's like I love bleeding. Like, Do you hear that, Mr. Anderson? It's the sound of inevitability. Yes. <laughs> that, <laughs> was really that sounds really good Mr. in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, like... It, but, you know, he says, my name is Neo, and yes. he's free. Yes. But I was like, that theme is actually represented a lot because we get that with Morpheus in Chains. Yes. They are trying to warp his mind back into a state of, like, conformity. Like, they just want something from him, and then they're going to feed him to the wolves, kill him, whatever. But then he breaks his chains. He gets yes. free again. I love that scene. Which is, again, something I didn't realize, but maybe just seeing Lords Fishburne do it may change my mind about it. I don't know. Uh, you know his first movie was The Third Nightmare on Elm Street? It was not, actually. Was it? I could have sworn it was. Apocalypse Now. That's it. Yep. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, thank you, though. You're welcome. Didn't have to have future Brian in there to embarrass me. Yeah. Uh, he embarrasses everyone, guys. Don't feel bad. He, he's, he's a dick. Uh, that's why we respect him, and we love him, and we hate him. He knows all. He knows all. Uh, I already mentioned the bulletproof vest thing, but why not use a fucking bulletproof vest? Yeah. This is your mind you're talking about. Like, you okay, the leather shit looks cool, but... Put a vest on that or something like that. Still looks cool as fuck. Even Neo's thing at the bit that just that just adds a little low pop. Suspend your disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, uh, I already mentioned that Kano is both a perfect and awful actor. Um, it, it's his it's his presence. You want him to succeed. You never think anything bad about him. Nope. You, ha- you know what he did with the cast, too, like he, how he paid them and stuff over the years. Uh, the special effects artist. The special effects, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the crew. Yeah, I, awesome. I'm surprised I didn't have that in 70% facts. Um, but yeah, you root for him to the end, and when he becomes Neo, you're fucking excited, and he fits. 
Oh, still to the, like when I watched that scene, my wife was watching it with me, and I was she was like, "You're getting giddy." I'm like, "This is such an epic scene. Like it's an iconic scene it's, when he becomes the one. I when he that. is one, the one it's fully accepted." Um, when uh, Neo, this goes back to what I was saying about like conformity of the system. When Neo is being interrogated and he speaks out against them, he is literally silenced by them. They take away his voice. You know what I thought of when I thought that? What? It's like Sam Raimi watched The Matrix and put that in Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. Oh. What, what mouth? If you remember that? Oh, yeah, because uh, like, that's how... What's his face? Black cause Bolt dies. I guess Black Bolt can't ever think. Yeah. Or have it like <laughs> hum to himself. God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even though... I didn't mean to get you all fired up. I just was trying to... It just... They, they don't <laughs> get it, but we're not here for that. Um, okay, uh, we see a clear connection, oh, wait, I already mentioned of, like, when it says, wake up Neo, and he, he just wakes up, like, it shows he's connected to that world already, um, okay, so this is something, the Oracle tells us exactly what, like, we know Neo is very much the one in that scene. Right. She makes it clear, because she talks about her Latin sign, which means, um, pretty much everything she's referring to is know thyself yep which i think that's the latin the what it's uh translated is know thyself she's saying you like what you said with morpheus that's why i'm glad you brought that line up of like you you have to walk the walk yeah you you eventually yeah walk the path it's you know yeah (laughs) but uh this cookies always look so good too i'm gonna bring that cookie up here in a second too um but i think it's because because when she says she plays doctor with him because she realized he's not going to get it. Words aren't going to work. So she like, yeah, I say ah and stuff like that. And then she, when she says, you know what I'm going to say? She's leading him to say what he is actually thinking because, mm-hmm. cause she says what you already know. Yeah. She doesn't say what I know because yeah. the Oracle knows he's, she, she already knows, but we'll get into some of the stuff with her. Soon. And I, I, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but when Trinity realizes what she said to her was true, like in the subway, she's like, damn, like it was right. I'm in love with you. I'm and in you, love with this fucker. You are the one. Yeah. I'm going to, I want some of that Keanu. By the <laughs> she way, gets it in the next one. I have this in <laughs> a lot of it. Yes. Uh, um, I have this in my notes. Uh, OG Oracle was clearly better. Oh, most of I love right. uh, that's the, right. The actress she passed uh, away sadly, but like yeah. this lady, like I can't remember her name at the moment. It makes me feel really bad. Future Brian can do that. Future Brian, chime us in. Just <laughs> let me have it. Future Brian, I know you missed me. Um, Gloria Foster, Brian. It's Gloria Foster. Uh, <laughs> or, <laughs> or if you want to look it up real quick. You want to beat future Brian? He might already be on here. We don't know. <laughs> he knows. Uh, but um, so, 
But she does so great. She has this, like, grandmother-esque vibe to her. Oh, yeah. And if someone was going to be all-knowing of things, it's grandma. Yes. Yeah. I love... This scene is really good. I love the scene in Reloaded, though, like, the park bench where she, like, gives him candy. Her last, her last scene, think, you know, yeah. My grandma, yeah. I love it. She was so good in that. Which, um... Hold on. Uh, let me... I'm going to skip to that one to just keep with it. Um, when she gave Neo the cookie... Was that how she was able to find out more about him? Mm. Because, like a computer system, he accepted the cookie. Oh, shoot! (laughs) She was making cookies. Damn! Why was she making cookies? And she's all-knowing. That's good. (laughs) Brian, the movie guy. Uh, (laughs) um, Okay, where was I? Uh, (laughs) Okay. uh, Neo could have never became the one until... Trinity also accepted him. He had to accept himself, but because the Oracle said you would become in love with the man who was the one, she had to also accept that. And she kept like she kept wanting to say something to him, and that was before she, which also a cool thing, the last time we see her leave the Matrix, the first and last time, she the hand to the, the hand, glass. Yep, yep. Boy goes that. through, the truck goes through, and they're both from Agent Smith. Uh was Smith the one who ran over her with the truck? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but okay, the opening. Cool, cool. Yep. Yeah. So, um, do you total side. Do you like how the agents take over in this one or in Reloaded more, where it's like the hand thing? I think this one's better. I think this one's better, yeah. where they're like they're almost like downloading yeah. inside them. Yeah, I, think I think it think looks so cool too. too. Um, it just, but yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, yeah. Uh, but uh, but there, and it's kind of explored in the fourth one. They they are the two sides of the same coin. Yes, they, yeah. the one can't exist without the other, essentially. Um, which becomes relevant towards the end of the third film as well. Um, if I ever hear anyone say Tasty Wheat more than two times in a row in a 20-second period, I am not going to accept it. Oh, yeah. I, I will just tell them to get the fuck out. I do not want to hear Tasty Wheat <laughs> one more time. I hate it. That I, Mouse should never talk. Um, Cypher never considered that he was probably going to die after he made that deal. The, the there's no reason for them to keep that deal with him at all because he was a 40... Like, because if they couldn't take out people um, like Neo's yeah. age at that point, why would they put someone back in Yeah, if he was just going to get harvested pretty much instantly? Yeah. Like, he's, he would have not... Still a bitch move. Yeah, because, like, again, why would they need to they make him rich? Why yeah. would they need to do this, that, and all that? He uh, was being used. Yeah, so... There's that, um, but I just while I was watching that, it's like, dude, they have no reason. Why are you trusting them? These are people that have been trying to kill you for God knows how long. You've been outside the matrix. Uh, I always, I still hate that scene where he unplugs like um, Ajax, oh is that, uh, Ajax and and, and uh, then switch. Mm. Oh yeah, I, her reaction to not like oh wait this. oh dude and she just and, then, limps. and, then her, like, oh, and she goes gosh. limp like, like that wow. and then oh, God, that whole like betrayal scene. I feel like. We almost can't talk enough about this movie. No. Like, we're almost at the end, but there's so much, like... Every scene is intentional. We have, like, the deja vu scene. Deja vu. What did you just see? Nothing, just a little deja vu. What did you see? What happened? A black cat went past us. And then another that looked just like it. How much like it? Was it the same cat? Might have been, I'm not sure. Switch, APOC. 
Oh, when they, they yeah, all the, like, oh, well, the, dude, that whole so rate. Yeah. But I just always thought that line of, huh, deja vu. What? Yeah. Oh, nothing, just a little deja vu. Do you Me honestly, and my brother used to quote that to each other all the time. You know, I, I honestly think it's the most brutal fight in the movie. It's huh. the bathroom fight between Morpheus and Agent Smith. It's well, still, and oh. also, Lawrence Fishburne was allergic to dust. Yes, So, like, in that scene, you could tell, like, his nose is running, his eyes are all red and shit. Because and... you know he has no chance. Oh no! And, he, when, and especially when he grabs his arm and he just headbutts oh. him. I was like, oh! And then he just because we're told very early on nobody lives fighting an agent. agent. Yeah. yeah, but they only kept him because they needed the codes to yeah. destroy Zion, which yeah. is some a plot point people forget. Yeah, people forget that a lot. But uh, God, there's so much we still haven't talked about. Um, <laughs> now I know Leo is like fully accepting this world, but at the same time. I don't think he was at the point to where he was going to catch that fucking <laughs> No, <laughs> hey, but God, if that's not the Trinity. And he, like, wraps it around his <laughs> arm and tries, and he goes for a ride, and, like, Morpheus yeah. is like, he's believing. He's yeah. like, dude's about it's to fucking, fucking die, yeah. man. <laughs> that was kind of, it's pretty cheesy. It's, it's pretty it, cheesy. It really is. But it's so good. I love that whole scene. Like, the whole, a lot of the ending is style, little substance, until... Until the whole, when it's just him and Smith. Yes. Yeah. Then it becomes, there's a uh, story being told. Do you want to talk about that subway fight now? We can talk about it Dude, now. Yeah. I love that. That is one of the best. I love the bullet time. I love the, you're okay. empty. So, so are you. you. That, and, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the special effects about that. Oh, yeah. When the, they the train, with the gun. The, like, the train track, the yes. camera thing that they made, or the roller coaster, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, my. And it's just... They, there's a western s vibe to it with the the, the newspaper and stuff. Because um, you, Smith wasn't gonna pull out his gun first. He was he was wanting to throw down. And oh yeah, he yeah. was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. But I love that he's being told to run, yeah. and he no, and you just because he's he's still like he's still connected. He's beginning connected. to believe, yeah, to believe and oh, it's just such good. Chow Yun, or uh, the, was it Wu Peng? Yu yes, Peng? Wu, yes. Sorry. Tremendous. Yes. He did so well in this movie. And I love the parallel. This is why stunt work needs to be recognized in the it Oscars. It absolutely does. They're stupid. Yeah. Doing that. Oh, man. Oh, there's so much more that needs to be talked about. I guess we can continue on in, like if we talk about sequels and stuff. I, I have a few more thoughts. Um, of course, going back to the scene where he becomes the one, when he breathes in the hallway, he moves with him. Love oh, that. Dude. That representation that, of him that, being the one. And there's that pause where he closes his eyes and then and he, he looks up and the, the agents, agents are like, like fuck yeah, this. Yeah, we're good. We're not yeah. paid enough for this guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love how slow, like, when he kicks him, how slow he, like, puts his, like, he's like, oh. yeah, I'm the dude. And there's Don't just mess the fact that, it, like, Kido puts himself in these roles. He does. Like, he doesn't half-ass anything and, like, people talk about Tom Cruise and we can we can love Tom Cruise for what he does. He just, but he puts Keanu himself Reeves, in dangerous situations a lot. Keanu Reeves just... Keanu just, Reeves is like, I'm gonna be good with guns? Alright, uh, yeah. let's become good with guns. Yes, and he's very good with it. Yes. Hey, I, I love watching him. Just anything he does, he's great with it. Um, and, of course, even though I'm confused with it, still love the lobby shootout. Even though it's confusing <laughs> yes, why yes, it even's yes. there. I still fucking love it. Um, but yeah, and so I wish Cody was in here. He he stepped out, which is fine. Uh, he'll, he might be in in a second. But the last thing I have here, because we, we should really wrap this up. Blue pill or red pill? Really think about this. Blue pill, everything in your life stays the same right now. Everything you know. Red pill, everything might not even exist. 
the people you related to might not even be your relatives. Your child might not even be a real child. Might just be a computer system. Or, oh, I don't have a battery. That would have been a funny moment. Oh, uh, just yes. pull out a battery. <laughs> for me, don't believe it. Me, Get bro. me out of here. Yeah, for me, I'm. I, He's I would gonna say pop. Red, red pill. Just because I, if someone were to hit me with that proposition, I gotta be like, let me see at least, and to just go on like that sense of adventure versus average or normal normality. I don't know if that's a word, but yeah, to to truly see. I here's I here's what I thought about this. I thought about this hard. Um, I think it'd be very hard to be without my kids. Oh yeah. But knowing that this was not real and then knowing they would have no choices and not real no live a will. real life. Um, because in the end, spoiler alert, Zion becomes free. Yep. Zion does become free and they see the sun again. Uh, do, wait, is it the sunshine at the end? I believe it's the sun. It looks like the sun at the yeah, end, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. In Revolutions, yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. God. Because that one is like, free. <laughs> but um, I would actually, if I knew what was about to happen, I'd be like, is there any chance I can find them? Ooh. I would go and see because that's pretty much the plot of the fourth one yeah. him trying to find Trinity yeah. so why couldn't I find my girls I could have done something like that in like the Animatrix that would have been and cool they would be see. young enough to be freed I yeah. don't know if my mind's yeah, I don't they don't give us an age I want to say I think it's because as adults we have harder time bringing in things that we cannot understand that right. breaks our reality and with we kids we, have that childlike innocence. Yeah. We don't. We know there's no Santa. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Damn it. <laughs> Tim Allen comes out of fucking <laughs> yeah. nowhere. Yeah, what the fuck you say, kid? Yeah. <laughs> oh, please, oh, oh, no, this bitch up, man. Please, no, Tim Allen. <laughs> no, Tim Allen. Don't do that. <laughs> Tim Allen's gonna be in my closet. No, no. Why did, how did Tim Allen just become the boogeyman? I don't know. It I just know. happened, folks, on Ooh. here in a world. Tim Allen's the boogeyman. Um, but, ah, oh, man. I feel like it's it's too, it's too such a hard question to also, because, like, what if this guy's full of shit and I'm about to just get on acid and then be, wake up in jail in 24 hours? Yeah. Um, oh, man. The, the whole... And, like, we didn't even talk enough about the Alice in Wonderland parallels. Oh, and then, like, man. what's also... This whole movie is, in a nutshell, a hero's journey. Yep. Where he is constantly provided with choices. You will have a choice. You you save yourself or save uh, Morpheus. You will choose this or choose this That's, because I can... that all the time. I can show you the door. It's up to you to walk through yes. it. Kind of stuff. Um... So, before we wrap this up, I actually do... I know I have notes on here, because I was like, wow, I didn't mention this. And I was like, why didn't I... I could have sworn I wrote that down. And I did, just not on my computer. Um, wow, okay. So, this is not in any order, people, so you got to give me a second. Um, I talked about that. I will talk about that uh, theater camp movie, though, a little more, though. It's... Uh, I sold out the little art. Uh, I got there late. I had to do some stuff before... Um, but it was just, it was a pleasant surprise. I saw trailers for it, but I did, for some weird reason, didn't know it was Is it a, on VOD? I think it, it, it probably will be yeah. soon, or it'll probably be on Hulu soon, because it's Fox Searchlight. Um, I already answered that question, if they're killing people. Oh, for what ifs. 
Um, so a lot of the themes in this, this is a big movie for the LGBTQ community. It is. So for the what ifs, there was actually a plan that Switch was named Switch because of, um, it's not family camp. I can tell you that much, sir. (laughs) 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 Uh, But, um, there was an idea that Switch was going to be one sex in the real world and one and different sex in the Matrix, and it was supposed to be kind of like a little nod to that idea, and um, but that didn't happen. But yeah, uh, the there's an actor in that movie, not not neither of those two, but he's I think his name's Troy in the movie. I forget. He's like the one who takes over the camp. Oh, uh, Jimmy Tatro. I've seen yeah lots of things. Yeah, he. I think he does well when I see him because he acts. He seems he looks like a guy who'd be like a yo, what up, bro? Yeah, like a bro, but bro dude. He is always a bro, yeah. and that's a problem. Like you can't always be a bro. Like I gotta see that you're gonna be able to do things. And I'm I hate that I'm so terrible with names, man. Like I should know this stuff. Um, oh crap, we do have a low battery alert, so we are uh, cutting loose here soon. Um, oh, I put Joey Pants gets what's coming to him. Um, we mentioned it earlier about if he's truly the one, <laughs> then something will stop me, yes. right? And he like weirdly like straddles Morpheus said to see like he, he hops, does, he hops on him hard, yeah. like. Um, we would have told you to take that red pill, and shove, shove it up right, right up your ass. ass. Joey Pants, I love the though. T- I love the TV edit. You ever heard the TV edit? Of that? No. I'll shove it right up your ear. That's <laughs> because that's what's gonna really tell me is shoving it in my ear um no but like i put that was one of the things because i was thinking about the scene where he's like i don't like uh i'm not crazy about tommy chong's son in this he plays the brother who survives i can't think it because there's tank and then uh dozer no No, not dozer (laughs) of course i'd say that after tank oh it must be dozer um but he, he i feel like he He's acting. Tank. Tank. Tank is Marcus the... Strong. Oh, he's Tank. Who's yeah, the it... what brother who gets killed then? That's Dozer. You were Do- right. Oh, you were okay, right. okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, I'm bad with names. I just fuck them up sometimes. Do you know why Tank wasn't back in the second one? Marcus Strong? Well, I was going to say because uh, he thought he was going to come in and be like, yeah, I want more money. Yeah, they're like, nah, brother. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, where, did, where do you think you were the Matrix? Yeah, success, like, yeah. But he's just like... He doesn't act hurt long enough for a oh, guy yeah, who's got gets, his yeah. skin fried off just yeah. now. He's like, like I'll be okay. I'll yeah. be okay. Oh and then, God. like, it's so good to be back, brother. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, really hamming it up there. Um, God. What yeah, it's his brother who becomes the main operator of the second one, right? I think. The other, the other black guy. I, I think he's a replacement. Yeah. I think. I, I yeah. forget what he said. He, they, they, there's some weird thing with it. Um, so, Hollywood, it's okay to recast. Stop doing deep fakes, all right? <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Just let shit happen. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I have this kick-ass females list that we'll go through. Because I don't think Trinity's ever, like, thought of or mentioned it's in, bad. like, kick-ass There's females. And I think it's, is. like, she kind of sets off the whole before, like, the, the like, Atomic Blonde or Furiosa. Not to just mention... Uh, well, this is before even like Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Well, well the, the movies. The movie, yeah, yeah, not yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah. But like this really sets up like the whole like women hero yeah. thing in oh, Hollywood yeah. because like women can be badass too. They're not just 
Well, but, and I, here's what I say. I think here's my problem with a lot of female-led, I guess you could say, quote-unquote heroes, is like, I'm badass because I'm a woman. I'm going to make sure you know I'm a woman. And no, Trinity's like, I'm just badass, and I just happen to be a woman. Yeah. You know, it's well written. And we still, like I said, we get that vulnerability. Exactly. Still. So real quick through that list, and then we'll get Cody's answer, have him pick, and then we'll close this up. Uh, kick-ass female movie characters. Ellen Ripley from the Alien series. Of course. Sarah Connor from Terminator series. Sarah Connor. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Every time that scene cracks. Okay, uh, Beatrix Kiddo from Kill Bill series. Of course. Trinity, of course. Uh, now this is another uh, another foreign film I want to recommend to you. Yuki Kashima from the it's the Lady Snowblood series. It's Japanese. Oh, it's uh, okay. it's some of the films that inspired Kill Bill. Okay. The character for, for the bride, um, uh, Furiosa from Mad Max, as I mentioned, and yeah. Celine from Underworld series, because I think uh, uh, Kate those... Beckinsale kicks ass in those. It did, but it just went on way too long. Those movies. Oh yeah, for it, sure. It hurt that and the Resident Evil. Yes. I pair together sometimes. I would agree. Now, Cody, we both came up with answers for Red Pill, Blue Pill. Which one would you take? I take the blue. Blue, keep your stay. What you know, blue pill means you stay here, right? Okay, just making sure. Just what? Okay, yeah. I said I would take the red one, but I would search for the girls. I'd I'd get my kids out, um, also. And you said red, also. Yeah, just I want to see what's. He just wants to see what's on the other side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, I I like it because it's like I can't kind of let go fully. You just want to. You like your life, and that I respect it. And then you just were like, "I'm in for the ride." That's because like you just told me my life isn't my life, so I'm like, "Okay, well, I want to see what my life is." Then, so fuck, put it that way. No, yeah. just saying. Would you go if you admit you could save your family? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, now we just know where the loyalty lies. <laughs> okay, so Cody, before we wrap this up, we have our bag of movies. Gonna shake up the magic popcorn bag. Hudson just beat Bowser with a lot. Not even actually. Okay, good. no, they're mixing. I, I, we got different colored things. Okay, now you're gonna choose our next movie for after how Hall- we're doing Halloween H2O next week for the 25th anniversary, and after when Cody's back, Tommy Boy. Oh, sweet. Oh, there you go. oh god, that's a good one. Oh, that was an exciting moment. <laughs> that was uh, oh, that was fun. All right, uh. You're always invited, of course, if you want to join us for Tommy Boy. You're feel free to. We're that is a classic. We might um we'll get we'll get into some spe- specifics after this. But uh yeah. So Tommy Boy, uh next week, Halloween H2O, and then Tommy Boy after that, we'll have our uh Mario Kart MVP, our fearless co host back with us then. But uh and we'll have Jason joining us with me and Brock next week. Ooh. So uh until then, this was Bride the Movie Guy, joined with co-host extraordinaire Cody Wilfong, along with Brock Engie of Movie Talk with Brock. And it's been awesome. It's been awesome. I'm glad you guys hit. Uh, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts of The Matrix? Cody, do you have any? No? Inevability. I'm just kidding. That's all, that's all I got. This is, it's probably, for me, it's my favorite sci-fi movie of all time. It, it's definitely in my like top three of yes. sci-fi for sure with yep. Blade Runner and all that but yeah. oh god it's so man alright anyway uh, Brad the Movie Guy Brock Inge, Cody Wilfong all together saying bonjour sayonara and uh ciao I know you're out there
that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.